This is the Make Money Blogging Podcast, episode 25 with digital nomad wannabe founder, Sharon Goulet. In today's episode, I'm joined by DNW community member and student, Leanna Brown. Leanna Brown is a travel blogger at Economical Excursionists, who was part of my third case study back in 2018 and 19. As part of this, she started a destination blog on her home state of Nebraska. Her goals were to make $500 a month, work less than 10 hours a week, have a creative outlet and a business she could juggle with motherhood. While she didn't end up meeting her goals exactly how she expected, she did meet them and I'm excited to have her on the podcast to show you that you don't need to have huge numbers to have success. It's important to have your own definition of success and goals to meet these and Leanna has done a great job of growing and changing the direction of a blogging business to meet her changing needs. So in this episode, I talked to Leanna about where she's at now, what's happened in her blogging business and to her Nebraska site since we last heard from her nearly two years ago and it's quite big things. I think you're going to find it really interesting. Now, I've recorded this session for you because I think it's great for you to realize there is a whole spectrum of success when it comes to blogging and you are in control of what that means to you. Welcome to the Make Money Blogging Podcast with digital nomad wannabe. Each week on this show, you'll find actionable tips and strategies for growing traffic and income from your blog with no fluff so you can quit the day job and have more freedom to do what you love. From SEO to affiliate marketing to blogging business strategies, it's all here. Let's start with your host, digitalnomadwannabe.com founder, Sharon Gourlay. Today we are talking with travel blogger Liana about what she's learned about blogging and what she's doing with her business since talking with me back in 2018 and 19 with Growing Her Nebraska blog. Remember, you can find today's show notes at digitalnomadwannabe.com slash episode 25, which is also where you'll find links to the case study. Now, if you enjoyed today's show, then make sure you subscribe to the Make Money Blogging Podcast and leave a review. This episode is sponsored by Build Blog Freedom Fast Track, my 10-week program that shows you the 20% of blogging you need to do to get 80% of the results step-by-step. Learn exactly how to use SEO to get traffic and then to monetize that traffic with affiliates in a passive way, just like Leanna did. Now, let's dive into the interview. Hi, Leanna. Thanks for joining me today on the Make Money Blogging Podcast. It's great to have you here so we can all learn from the progress and choices you've made. So a huge thank you. Now, let's start with who you are. You know, tell us about your blogging background for the people who haven't read the case study and they haven't heard of you before. Yes. Well, hello, Sharon, and hello, B&W community. I am Leanna Brown, and I actually run a couple of blogs, all very (laughs) part-time. I'm a very busy mom. And so, you know, like uh, so many bloggers out there, I actually started blogging kind of as a, you know, quote unquote hobby. My first site was on travel hacking with points and miles, particularly with the US based audience, because I just kept getting asked the same questions over and over. And it was just easier to be like, oh, hey, here's it all laid out on a website. So I was working on that blog when I had my first son, where I ended up then taking a really long break from blogging. But I still maintain that site and keep it up. And I actually started doing a huge SEO overhaul after taking the Build Blog Freedom course from everything I learned because I had just learned some huge SEO gold mines existed within that blog. So I just needed to update them. So I was really excited after learning all of that. So yeah, that was my first blog. And I ended up putting that SEO overhaul kind of on hold with COVID because I had some other blogging goals and with COVID, obviously, that wasn't really a good move at that point. So, but then going backwards in 2018, I started working with Sharon 
and I started a brand new blog at that time. I wanted to start from scratch. I saw how little I actually understood about SEO and was really quite overwhelmed at the time trying to figure out what to do with that first site. There was just so much to fix and I just didn't really know how to, how to do it. So I ended up starting a new travel blog that was about my home state of Nebraska in the U.S. And really, I did this as kind of a, a challenge to myself and to Sharon, to be honest, <laughs> a challenge to Sharon also, because Nebraska is ranked 50th out of all 50 states in the U.S. for tourism. <laughs> so I was like, okay, if I can get traffic to a page like this, then Sharon's techniques have to work. <laughs> so we kind of started working on it to see, you know, what we could do to, to see if, you know, SEO could bring in traffic to a site like that. So and then finally, because I'm super crazy, I actually started a third site this July this year, 2020, or I guess last year already, for travel in Germany, which is actually where I'm living again now. I used to live there here previously and we moved back. So, but for all of those, honestly, I spend maybe five to 10 hours a week total. And that's not per site. That's literally total a week. So when I say I'm part-time, I am very part-time blogger. Cool. So back in 2019, when I last updated your progress, you had 39,000 users on your Nebraska site in the last month and it made $641, some from Amazon and the rest from freelancing. Can you walk us through what happened next? Yeah, well, what really happened was the freelancing really took off. Everything that I learned from Build Blog Freedom, I was able to apply to my own blogs and then also, people were then noticing, you know, how skilled of a writer I was. So people were wanting me to help write for them. So I actually ended up making a lot of money from freelancing in the next coming months. And as, as the theme goes, COVID hit and I, without childcare consistency and stuff, I couldn't really commit to people. So I put that on hold and that's still on hold now. I would like to come back to that kind of focus on my own sites. But for my own sites and for that particular blog that we were doing the case study on, it was quite a ride. I installed Ezoic uh, several months after we did that update and it ended up crashing my site multiple times, like for days at a time, couldn't get it up. And we kind of saw a correlation that traffic started to tank after that. And unfortunately, my page views never really fully recovered after that. And again, then COVID hit. And I think we all know what happened with that. So, yeah. But oddly enough, as summer and fall, as people were desperate to travel locally, I could see the traffic in that starting to rise again, which told me that I was definitely writing to the right topics and the right keywords. But again, I, what I really wanted to stress is that, you know, I'm often lucky if I even get one full day's worth of work. So, you know, maybe an average of six to eight hours a week. So for this blog, for that Nebraska blog, I focused a ton on link building. You know, in fact, every week that would be one of my top priorities. And then I would spend time doing, you know, keyword research. And then I would spend the rest of my time writing. And since I only worked one day a week, it could take me a month to finish a really, really quality long form content piece. So yeah, I think this is one of the reasons why it was so important for me to understand how to place affiliate links and calls to action, because I needed those posts to be the best quality that they could possibly be since I was only putting out, you know, one to two posts a month. And 
honestly, on that blog, I also didn't really do any social media. I would do maybe one pin per post, but that was about it. I never pinned anybody else's and, and it was nice. It was a really great balance. And I got to do what I love on that blog and actually see the SEO work. So what were your goals for your Nebraska blog? Well, like I mentioned before, I actually had some kind of non-traditional blocking goals. For my Nebraska site, I actually wanted to learn everything I possibly could about SEO and start a site from scratch with that knowledge as opposed to trying to fix, you know, years worth of mistakes on an old blog. And, you know, in hindsight, I know I probably should have just stuck to that first blog and updated it, but it was a really good thing for me personally to start fresh and learn everything that I could about SEO, which I learned from the Build Blog Freedom course. So another huge goal of mine was just to have an outlet. I love writing. And as many other moms come to find out in life, we need something in our lives other than, you know, just being a mom. So this really helped me regain some of that individual identity outside of, you know, momming. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and it really, you know, it it was perfect for me. I, I was able to be somebody else besides just a mom. And that's exactly what I needed. And then finally, I set at the very beginning, I, Sharon and I set the financial goal of earning $500 a month from part-time work. And I know this seems incredibly low to some people, but again, I didn't want this to be a full-time thing at the time. I wanted an outlet of creativity that I loved, that I just so happened to get compensated for along the way. So this was actually a perfect kind of balance for me. So when did you realize you didn't want to keep blogging about Nebraska? <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the reasons why I started that blog was because we had just moved back from Germany where we were traveling constantly. And as stated earlier, Nebraska isn't exactly known as a travel destination. So it was kind of my own personal challenge to convince myself that it was worthy. Plus it, you know, it forced me to travel locally before that was even like the end thing to do before COVID. So it was just a nice little challenge. And I, I love challenging myself to do different things. But after four years of being back home, Germany was calling us back. And the reality is, is I could absolutely run that site while not being there. But I'm the kind of like snob, if you will, about putting content on my site that I have personally done, tried out, tested, can verify, you know, I could have easily continued to have created content without sourcing sourcing or doing listicles and all of those things. But that isn't my passion. That's not the part of blogging that I like. My passion is, you know, sharing the gems and the secret and me writing those discoveries myself. And, you know, so I always felt and joked that I felt like a, a salesman. It's a lot harder to go door to door trying to sell a vacuum to someone who doesn't need it. You know, as opposed to if my vacuum broke today and I walked into a store, that's a really easy sale for a salesman. So I kind of felt that same way with the Nebraska blog. I felt like I was always constantly trying to convince other Nebraskans to travel instead of them searching for it and wanting it on their own, which is really the point of SEO. I want them to find me instead of me having to find them. Yeah. So what we're leading into here is that Leanna's actually sold her Nebraska blog. So were there any other, yeah. So was there any other contributing factors that made you decide to sell other than what you've just said? Well, other than the fact that I was crazy and had two other sites, (laughs) (laughs) who wants to run three sites, you know, as a very, you know, as a very part-time business, 
if I had a team, I could easily have outsourced a lot of this and continued to have ran all three blogs. But the reality is, is running three blogs just wasn't something I wanted to do. And I had better goals and I believe I will have better outcomes with like a, the Germany blog, you know, just based off of, you know, your articles and, and your modules and the blog freedom about starting new sites. So I think that it was just, the reality was, was the Nebraska blog never was a good niche site to begin with. And it was more of a challenge for me. And so when I saw that it, I had completed my own challenges and it no longer was really a viable site, it was time to let go. Yeah, it really does sound like listening to like your goals, like all your lifestyle goals in there, that it's not the right match right now. And yeah, with five to 10 hours a week, it would be crazy to run three sites for sure. I think. <laughs> right. And even if you have a team, that is a tougher ask unless they're really managing the whole thing. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> exactly. So can you talk us through the selling process that you went through once you decided to sell the blog? Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I think the hardest part was just deciding to do it. I went back yep. and forth. Yeah, on, I'm sure. Is this the right time? Yeah, you know, and how much and all that stuff. So, you know, I just didn't know if, you know, should I wait? And I, if I waited, would I make less? If I waited, would I make more? But honestly, once I decided, yes, I went, set up an account on, I used Flippa, which is good for sites with lower, lower costs, or I should say lower sales points. And I set up an account within, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour. And they do an evaluation with you right then. And their evaluation was pretty close to what I had in mind. And I kind of decided I'm going to put this out here. And if I get no bites on my price, then that's fine. I'll just keep my site. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. So, you know, I just clicked list. And I honestly didn't even do a whole lot to go through the blog <laughs> before handing it over. I, I probably should have. I did take down a few photos that I had of like my kids' faces and them, but I didn't even go through and like take out my name when I like had mentioned myself. Like again, I probably should have done that, but oh well, I was just kind of wanting, I just wanted to be done with it. Yeah. So yeah, but after I that, I had a few conversations just all online with interested buyers. And then one gave me kind of a negotiation and we went back and forth just a day or two. And then we ended up saying yes. And it was really easy. They, he put the money into an escrow and the people from Flippa immediately jumped in as the middlemen and helped to finalize everything, make sure everything was running smoothly. And my husband is my tech guy. He's my IT man. So he did all the transferring of domains and everything on the tech side. So it was like, I was shocked at how simple it was. How much time do you, like, did it take from you listing it to like having your sale finalized? Oh my gosh. I mean, I wouldn't even say a full day's worth because, well, I guess I will go back and I will say I did have to go through and, you know, make a, about a year's worth accounts of yep. my income earnings. I'd say that that was probably the longest thing because I'll admit I'm not the best at keeping track of that data ongoing. So, you know, just having to go back and find that. But if you're a really organized person or already have all those reports already like filled out and everything, that probably would be really easy too. But I'd say that was one of the hardest parts. And then just, you know, the back and forth with people, but I would just be a quick, you know, message on my phone here and there. So I'd say like less than a day's worth of work. And how long was it for sale for? 
I think it was up less than a month. It, it wasn't very long. And, you know, I debated keeping it, saying no to the offer, but the reality was it was just going to be a few hundred dollars short of what, if I would have kept it at my listing price. So I, it was like, why am I fighting over a few hundred dollars? Yeah. So what were the biggest things you learned through the process of creating, running and selling your Nebraska blog? A big question. I know it's like everything yeah. to do with oh, it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, learning from you on how to set up a site from scratch that is optimized and ready for SEO from day one was huge for me. This was just really when actually, you know, when it came time to set up my Germany blog, I felt like I already had a leg up on the game because I had already gone through this process with you. I had already figured out, you know, how to optimize things. So that was really big. And then since you know, writing for me is my jam, <laughs> learning to write to the keywords, but still using my own tone and style was a game changer for me. I loved that I could spend almost all of my time writing and, you know, almost no time on social media and stuff like that, and yet still have quality traffic because my posts were that good. They were searchable within Google. They were helpful. And that was all what I learned from you and from Build Blog Freedom and SEO. So those were just game changers as far as, you know, taking, you know, and I still kind of consider this a hobby. Obviously, I don't work full time with this, but it went from being just something I did for fun to something that I could actually make money with. So that was really, really big. But, you know, it was one of those things where on my old blog, what I found out in my very first blog was that I could write the best articles on that blog. And people who would actually, like my friends and family and things like that, but other people who would somehow stumble upon them through social media and things like would just comment on how good they were, but nobody was searching for them. So I had to constantly be finding those people to read them. Like that salesman that I was talking about earlier, where with the SEO I could write an article, update it, you know, every so often and people were finding me. So that was just a huge game changer. But uh, speaking of social media, I also learned that I don't have to do social media. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> like, that's what you like. If, if I know some people love their Instagram and love their Facebook. And I think if you're good at that and you enjoy it, then yeah, do it. For me, writing is what I love. And I hate the social media aspect. And I thought that in order to be a successful blogger, you had to be on social media. So this was mind boggling to me that I could be successful without social media. Now, I mean, granted, could I be doing a lot better with it? Yeah, sure, probably. But it would also be sucking up so much of my time and going back to my goals, you know, that that, that isn't one of my goals. <laughs> so yeah. it's easy for me to cross that off the list. And then as for selling the blog, you know, maybe a real glimpse into the appeal of, you know, building a site just to kind of turn it around and sell. Not that I think that I'll ever really get into that game (laughs) because again, you know, my passion is actual writing, but it definitely clued me into that part of the business because I know, you know, I know you've done that. I know other people do that where they build a site and then sell it. And I'm like, oh, I could see, I can definitely see the appeal in this, but I don't think I'll ever get into that long term just because... I enjoy the writing part of it. So do you have any regrets about starting your Nebraska blog? 
None. I have absolutely no regrets. I learned so much about blogging. I think that if I would have tried to take my first site and update it and, you know, fix it, I think I would have been spending so much time on the fixing that I would have been too caught up in that and not learning the actual processes of SEO and building a site and all of that. So, you know, while it wasn't as successful as I was daydreaming it to be about, I learned so much that I now can take back that first site and rework on that first site and now use on a new site that I think is going to be really great moving forward. Sounds great. <laughs> so with your new site on Germany, what things are you doing differently and what are you doing the same? Yeah, well, I think I'm starting on a way stronger foundation, just obviously as far as knowledge goes <laughs> and also as far as keywords goes. So my list of high volume, low competition keywords is so long and I only keep adding to it. it like it makes me giddy. I know other people <laughs> like are like kind of like keyword freaks like me and I'll like find a new keyword. I'll be like, oh my gosh, this is so good. So it, it's just like, it, it makes me just want to keep writing. And so it's really exciting for me. But yep. you know what? <laughs> unfortunately with COVID and the lack of trouble, you know, I'll have to kind of wait longer to test my hypothesis of if those are actually really strong keywords since, you know, people aren't really searching much right now. But hey, that just, you know, gives me more time to let those articles age and, you know, get up there while, as opposed to have not have started that site. So I'm glad that I started it, even with COVID, just to let it have that time. Now, now Sharon, please don't get mad at me. <laughs> one thing that I... One thing that I haven't been doing well with this site is link building. And I'll be 100% honest with you. I can actually see, I don't, I don't want to say that it's hurting me. It's not hurting me, but I know that I could be moving up faster in rankings with the link building, but I can see that. I can see that in my progress. So, you know, you always used to tell me that if I had no other time to do anything else that I should link build. <laughs> <laughs> So now I have, you know, I have quite a few articles up now on that site. So honestly, like one of my 2021 goals was that I'm, I have to shift my focus to some link building on that site, especially with it being a new site. I want it to start ranking quicker, just to start, start building some more authority. So it's not that I ever doubted you, my, my <laughs> sensei. <laughs> I just, you know, it was one of those things. I didn't want to spend my time on that at the very beginning. But yet again, you know, it's showing that, you know, I should never doubt your ways. <laughs> I should just, just follow your advice and, and it will work out. <laughs> so, yeah, that's something that I need to fix on that one. And then really, like, the only thing that I'm doing differently is I am going to start building. I know I said that I hate social media, but I really do enjoy Facebook groups. Yep. And so I'm going to actually start to try to build a Facebook group around this topic I'm going to niche it down even harder from just Germany travel to a very local place in Germany. And I have a really small one going now, but you know, again, with COVID, it's a bit slow. So, you know, I was really weary about the time consumption of doing this, but you know, I think it'll actually be a really great way to di diversify, you know, my, my blogging and potentially even income in the future. And also it'll help, you know, show my authority, and honestly, part of what I love about blogging is the helping and connecting with my readers. And so I think that Facebook group will be a really great outlet for that as well. 
Yeah, I'm definitely a big fan of Facebook groups and I have one for my Malaysia destination site, which unfortunately, you know, I put a lot of work in. It was just starting to take off properly, you know, and COVID happened and I don't do anything. (laughs) It's just on hold. There is no point in me worrying about it at the moment. Exactly. But yeah, no, I do think it's a, a great way to go. Well, and there's, I think there's so many different ways you can take a Facebook group, you know, and so I think that that's to me, while that kind of is overwhelming of, oh, geez, you know, how should I move this forward? But on the other hand, it's also exciting to know that I can do many different things with a group like that. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like such a good form of market research too, I reckon. I mean, as much as I love using keywords for that as well, you know, with a Facebook group, you get like live feedback on stuff, you know, like even when you just... Yes you know, you can do a poll so easily to find out something you're wondering about your target audience and things like that. Exactly. Lots of benefits. Well, and when you have a really good solid group and an engaged group, what I have found, because I'm in other groups that I don't necessarily admin, but it's the same thing. I was in this one Germany travel group and I kept seeing the same questions asked over and over. So what did I do? I went and wrote an article about that. It doesn't have good keywords. The keywords aren't very good for it. But... I would put it back into this group and I would get this huge spike in traffic because that group wanted those answers. And so, you know, I think that's a good balance. Like, okay, I can write, you know, really great long form content that is answering questions today and tomorrow I'll write one to keywords. And now I have all my bases covered. Yeah. I mean, it's actually the main form of traffic for digital nomad wannabe is what, well, I only know Facebook, right? Because I can't tell the difference, but it must be my group. <laughs> so, right. you know, it can do good things and you just, you raise your authority so much with the Facebook group as well. Well, and you know, with BMW, everybody is so engaged in that group and, you know, everybody is so helpful. And I think that's the, that's the really kicker to it all is when you have that community of people you know, we back your products because we believe in your products, you know, so when somebody new comes in, we're all like, you know, and asks the question and everybody jumps on, I'm like, well, have you read this article, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. to your stuff. and so, you know, that, and again, and that's less work for you because your community is, is helping to spread that word as well. So I think it's a win-win in my opinion. For sure. So what goals do you have going forward for your Germany site? Are you working on your other oh. stuff now? Sorry, if you just, that's completely no. old, right? <laughs> No, I, I, I'm just letting it sit on the back burner for now. To be honest, what I'll do is when I'm doing keyword research, you know, sometimes I use, I use key search and sometimes, you know, it has related keywords, but it's actually not related at all to like what I'm searching. So, you know, if I'm searching for three days in Berlin or whatever it is, it'll show like three days in Tokyo and I'll be like, and it'll be, you know, an amazing keyword or whatever. And so I'll be like, Oh, I got to go put that on my other spreadsheet. So that's about the extent that I'm doing for my first blog is just accidentally stumbling over really great keywords and keeping track of that so that I can come back to them in the future. But other than that, no, that's on hold. So really my main focus right now is my new Germany site. And, you know, I think so many of my original goals for my Nebraska site still remain true. You know, I I want to remain, I still want to be a part-time job that I absolutely love that I can step away from that I, you know, that I can go on a trip for a month somewhere when the time eventually comes and not have to worry about the blog. I want something that fulfills me, you know, yet, you know, still makes some coin on. (laughs) So I think all of those goals still really remain true with this one, but As far as like digging into this blog, one of my main audience for Germany is actually Americans living here with military. 
as well as expats. And so my goal is to not only become an authoritative figure for English speaking information for Germany Travel, but specifically, I want to really key in on becoming the authority within those specific communities. And I think that that'll give me a good edge as far as becoming an authoritative figure. So right now, I'm, I'm working on ways to set myself up to do that through speaking gigs with military communities or expat communities here, you know, sharing my knowledge in those groups that are already, like Facebook groups that already exist, and then kind of slowly start bringing those people over to my own group. Yep. <laughs> so that, you know, and, and I, that's really working well right now. So that's kind of been one of my goals right now is, is to really niche down to who my, I want my audience to be. And so that's been kind of fun. And yeah, I think, you know, again, just for it to become an, or not become, but for it to maintain being that outlet of creativity for me. I, yeah, I think all those things just still remain true. So what advice do you have for other bloggers starting a new site or looking to grow their sites? Yeah, know if you have a viable niche. <laughs> I wish, I mean, when you and I first started working together on the Nebraska blog, I had kind of already... I bought the domain name on that. I hadn't set up the blog yet. And I honestly didn't know much about starting a niche site or even starting a new site in general. And now I know, you know, through your, through Build Blog Freedom and through your posts and things like that about the importance of start, you know, knowing before you even start a niche site, if it's a viable option, you know, if I just wanted it just to be that, you know, outlet for me, I think of creativity, I think it would have been fine. But if you are somebody who wants to like really start a blog, really start an income, don't just dive into a topic, you know, make sure that it is something that you have really strong keywords for that you can continue to write for, for years, you know, that you do have a passion about all those things. So I, that would be one of my top, top tips that I, that I really particularly learned from that Nebraska site. And then another tip I have, I don't know, would be that, you know, even if, you know, I only work a few hours a week and, but for all bloggers, you know, me included, this is still a job. It is hard work. It takes time. It takes professional development. It takes skills. You know, so many people come to me asking how to start a blog. And I I tell them like, don't do it if you aren't willing to make it a job. And, you know, yeah, I may only work 10 hours a week, but it's a job when I, when I make it a job. And you know, I ended up having to, you know, put my mommy aside and find childcare for one day a week. You know, I had to make that a priority because I did want to make this a job, even if it was for one day a week. So I think that that's also important for other people to know, like your blog can be anything you want it to be. It can be a a full-time job and a full-time income. I could easily scale this. If I worked every day, (laughs) you know, and then I, I could easily scale this. So it's just whatever your original goals are. But honestly, the, the final tip would be learn SEO. <laughs> I can't scream this enough to people starting out. And, you know, obviously, Build Blog Freedom teaches you all of that. But, you know, it's just so important. And I would never start another site without a strong SEO understanding now. Yeah, it's very addictive SEO for sure, but for like really good reasons, right? Like it's very Yes. <laughs> you know what? Effective. I think that's the best way to put it because so many bloggers, me included, you know, what I always call shiny object syndrome, you know, everybody's, con- you're constantly getting emails. You're constantly being told 
this is the next best thing. This is what you need to do if you want to make money. And oh, now you need to be on TikTok. And oh, now you need to be doing <laughs> webinars. And oh, now you need to be doing this. And I, it just gets so overwhelming, even for even for experienced bloggers like us, to you know, to constantly feel that pull. And you know, where SEO is effective, you don't have to spend millions of hours on it and yet still get a good get a good return for your time. Yeah, and it was also good to hear you say that you are able to use SEO while keeping your own voice as well. Because I think a lot of bloggers yes. worry. They write to, well, I say worry. I think they use it as an excuse more than anything. But that if they write to keywords, they won't be able to write with their own voice. So, I mean, it's yes. you say that's not true. <laughs> well, and you know what? Like, this isn't to toot my own horn, but I'm going to toot toot. <laughs> I, think <that's> what, <laughs> I think that's what makes a good writer different from just somebody wanting to sit down and blog. I do consider myself a good writer. And to, so to be able to take those keywords and use them in my own tone and, you know, to use it. And I mean, you know, or else it does sound very robotic and gosh, I can, I can pick out an SEO article from a mile away for somebody who, you know, either outsourced it to somebody or, you know, just doesn't have a good writing style. And I think like so many people are like, oh, you know, I don't want to learn SEO because I don't want to keyword stuff and I don't want it to sound robotic. And I'm like, well, here's one of my articles. You know, this does not sound like a robot wrote this. It's very personable. It's very, you know, and I make sure to include words like I and, you know, when I went to, you know, this location, like I make sure that it's very personable so that when a reader reads it, they know that, you know, it's, it's from a human who has done these things and experienced it themselves. Yeah. So before we finish up, do you want to share the domain names of your websites? Sure. My very first blog is economicalexcursionist.com. And that's the one that is about budget travel now. So everything on it should be, there's family travel, but it all will relate back to how to save money while traveling. And of course, I have information on there about points and miles if you are in the U.S. and can get U.S. credit cards. And then my second site was Well Traveled Nebraskan, but that's been sold off and they've completely revamped it, which is fine because that's theirs now. <laughs> and then my new blog is wanderingermany.com. I'm really excited about this one because it has so much passion and so much potential behind it. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I can tell. I look forward to going and having a look after this. So any final words you want to share with everybody before we finish up? No, I don't think so. I think honestly, really, I think what I really want to stress the most, I hope I stressed it throughout this is, it's just that, you know, you can be what you want to be as a blogger. Don't make, don't feel like when you're in these groups and everybody's talking about being full-time, six-figure, you know, like, decide what you want out of blogging. If, it, if it's to be a digital, you know, nomad, then, you know, have that be a goal. If, it, it's, if it's to be a stay-at-home mom with a sense of purpose outside of that, have that be a goal. And, you know, let, that's the beauty of being a blogger is you get to really define what it is as a job to you. Yeah. And I really like that. That's why I wanted you uh, you know, back <laughs> talking to the DNW community this time on yeah. the podcast, but you've shared a lot in the past too. So I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, well, thank you for all your work. And honestly, you know, coming back to the Facebook group, your your group has been so instrumental to my growth and learning. And so if anybody's listening to this and isn't in that group, I, I can't plug that enough for you. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, that's dnwcommunity.com. <laughs> It'll forward to the Facebook yes. group. <laughs> yeah. Although it's so funny talking about Facebook at the moment because there's so many issues here with it in Australia. Oh my gosh, that's true. <laughs> oh man, you must be you must be on pins and needles. <laughs> yeah, well, I just read that they're they're going to change it and and let new sites go back again, I believe, so you can share them again. Because for anyone listening who wasn't aware, Australia is bringing in new laws about how news content can be shared. So Facebook stopped allowing anyone to share any news content on the platform that was Australian. And it was very And not just news content. No. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like, just news I mean, content. It, it, any content. Yeah, like travel somewhat. bloggers got caught in it. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> particularly how scary. clear. Yeah, how they worked out what, what content was. I didn't notice any of my sites being affected, thankfully, but they stopped lots of sites. But I believe they're winding it back, so that's good because it wasn't a law I understood at all. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, um, in- well, finger, fingers crossed for you and every Australian blogger out there because <laughs> oh, I would not want to be in that mess. No, but it is always a good reminder, right? Like things change. Google was also talking about withdrawing from Australia yes. actually because of the same law, but they've made, they've made agreements with different news companies so that there won't be an issue because the laws are still coming out. They've just changed, they're tweaking bits. <laughs> so Facebook's okay, apparently. I haven't read the full article yet, so no one, like, <laughs> blame me if I'm wrong. But, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there. But anyway, well, that's but like somewhat. You said, yep. Yeah, I mean, like you said, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Sometimes I do feel nervous that I, almost all my eggs are in my SEO basket, you know, because if, like, when I saw with my Nebraska site, when that went down, when my rankings went down, you know, everything kind of went down. So I, I, I think that's a really, really important thing to know is that, you know, while, while yes, you don't want to be everywhere at once because that's exhausting and overwhelming and just not possible, but to also diversify when you can. Yeah. And I think it's worth remembering there are different ways to diversify too. So, yes. like, you know, like you can do that with different sites, you know, so I tend to keep, you know, I'm, I'm all in with the SEO, but then I've got lots of sites. So if that happened to my Australian sites, well, I have US and UK sites too, right? Yes. So I wouldn't lose everything at once. I also think it's important to point out with that, when you don't have much time, like what Leanne is talking about, you, you really have to be super wary about how much you diversify. Yes. yes. You know, and always <laughs> like, like, remember, you've got to have something to diversify first, you know? So, like, if you don't have something working, then there's nothing to diversify anyway. Like, just go right. get one thing working and then worry about it. Exactly. Yep. Yep, 100%. Anyway, that was all a little bit off topic, but it's been great talking to you, Liana, <laughs> and to hear what you're yes, up to thank and, you. and all of that. So, thank you for coming along. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. To recap, today I talked to Liana about a Nebraska blog that she started as part of a DNW case study back in 2018, as well as the rest of her blogging business, with a general travel blog and Germany destination site. Now we discussed how her goals for a blog led to her selling her Nebraska blog, the reasons why and how she went about selling. We also talked about how instrumental SEO was for her success and how she balanced blogging with motherhood and only a, you know, a few hours to work a week. But most of all, we talked about how there can be many goals for blogging and how it's important to be true to them. Remember, you can find the show notes for this episode at digitalnomadwannabe.com slash episode 25, which also includes links to the original case studies. You can see everything that me and Leanna worked on for her site and all of that, what steps we took to grow up her blog and everything else related to that, as well as links to her existing blogs. Now, make sure you subscribe to this channel because next episode, I'm going to be talking about why I start multiple blogs and you should too. Never has this been more clear to me than over the last year when the pandemic has caused so many problems, but also created many opportunities. And I've never been so glad that I have more than one blog. 
I look forward to chatting to you then. Thanks for listening to Make Money Blogging with Digital Nomad Wannabe. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast for more actionable tips and strategies for growing traffic and income for your blog so you can build a blogging business you love. Don't forget to leave a review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you next episode.